This week on Moms Moving On. I always just felt like in this anxious state of mind, I wasn't able to be the kind of person that I know I am in the presence of my children. I'm not able to be that 100% fun, happy guy that I know I can be. And, and so, you know, you owe it to yourself to just try to find ways to better this situation, whatever that is. Whatever it is to better communication, you're, you're going to better the relationship. I always say, Divorce doesn't mess up your kids. It's the way you communicate to them through and about the divorce that will mess them up. One of the most horrible things is to just put up you know, your hands and say, forget it, we can't communicate. I'll just tell Johnny to go tell him about the schedule change and the fact that you need red shorts on Friday and all of these things that should never be a kid's responsibility. The most difficult thing we go through in life, and I really do believe that. I, I think that having children involved in a breakup, it is just the most, It's just the hardest thing we encounter. Life moves on. So why shouldn't we? This is Michelle Dempsey-Moltak, your host of Moms Moving On, navigating divorce, co-parenting, single motherhood, and moving on. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another Moms Moving On. I can't believe my episode with my husband blew all of the other ones out of the water. I for sure thought you guys would roll your eyes at the fact that I had my husband on the air, but uh, thank you for loving that. And I'm so glad you guys took actionable pieces of advice from it. I'm glad to hear so many of you tell me that you were taking this information to the mediation table. This is what it's all about, giving you advice and tools and tips and tricks. And that's why I have one of my new favorite people on. You might have seen me posting about him a lot. We recently did a Facebook Live. His name is Michael Daniels, and he is the founder of my favorite co-parenting app called FAIR. Michael, thank you for being here. You want to give us like the little... Little quick feel who I am. Yeah. Well, Michelle, first of all, thank you very much for having me. And yeah, so I'm um, I'm the founder and CEO of the app Fair, which uh, it's an actually an acronym. It's spelled F A Y R. It's family advocacy. It's your responsibility. And uh, and Fair is my sincere effort at trying to make a very difficult part of our lives a little more manageable. Uh, try to decrease some of the miscommunication that occurs, and unfortunately, too often causes things to escalate into very costly court motions and a lot of stress and a lot of time, anxiety spent out of our lives that should be more dedicated and focused on our children. So yeah, so I created fear of my personal need. Which for me, I mean, anybody who knows me knows communicating is my thing. I talk, I speak, I write. Sure. So when it came to co-parenting and it was so challenging for me to ever get my point across without a battle or a pushback, mm-hmm. it, To have something, and I always like to say this, it was my ex-husband who introduced the app to me. It completely transformed how we communicated. But I think it's important that you share that you too are a co-parent. This idea didn't just come out of nowhere. This this became part of your life for good reason. Yeah, yeah. No, I I went through a just a you know like most people. There's nothing particularly unique about my situation. Millions, tens of millions of people in America have experienced it. Right now, actually, uh, 55 million Americans uh, are experiencing it. So um, you know, I just went through a really hotly contested divorce, which you know, unfortunately, most things that things didn't end badly, they wouldn't end, right? So, you know, but during this time, it's, it's the process. And of course, you know, your, your husband definitely understands it better than any of us that, that 
you know, things are not over just at settlement. You think that, you know, you spent these two years basically going back and forth. And sometimes it, it takes that long to, to finally get settlement. And during that time, the most arduous task is, uh, is documenting. And so like, I, I spent a lot, long time, like every time I'd show up someplace, I'd have to keep a pad of paper and say, it's, this is the time and this is what's going on. And this is when I drop them off and you have to keep track of what days and, and, uh, and what happened on those events. And it, it's just, you live in this anxious state of mind, constantly keeping track of these things, pickups and drop-offs, money spent, saving every receipt you spend and keeping these daily logs. And it's very stressful. And then you can show up one day to a, to a proceeding and you can present this stuff and the other party can say, well, you made that up. And, and the truth is, is you could make it up. And that, those are very things that happened to me. And so I just, over the years, it's been, it took many years, I'd always had this idea for putting together this app that would make, that make this stuff so much easier. And so, yeah, just from my own experience of the things that I thought would, would make it uh, more streamlined, because like my attorney used to tell me, who, she's actually a judge now in Broward County, uh, she, she used to tell me, you know, do, if she's contacting you on text messages, respond in email because the emails are admissible in court. But that's frustrating. Who the heck wants to do that today? Like nobody wants to use emails to communicate. It's not quick enough. So right. with, with, with FAIR now, you have all of the ease of text messaging with all of the admissibility of emails. And, and so, that, you know, I wanted to achieve just simplicity and, and open those lines of communication to c- cause my own problems to, to, to just, you know, be a little less if, if possible. Right. And, you know, obviously the hardest, most challenging parts of co-parenting are they, they often come about as the divorce is happening, after you've separated, you're both kind of finding your footing in this new co-parenting world. It's really hard to go from being a full-time parent, having no control to having all control to having no control 50% of the time about. And I know for a lot of the people that reach out to me and a lot of our listeners, it becomes, well, my ex doesn't want me to tell him what to do. Or my ex thinks if we switch a day, he's losing time. Or my ex is supposed to pay for half of my child's bills and I always end up paying for more. And it's the same problems over and over. And I always tell them, you know, what if you had a way to like completely eliminate the schedule problem, right? Like I remember in the beginning, if I had to switch a night with my ex, it was like, well, am I losing time? I need another day next week. And I'm like, in the app, like it shows you, like it it gives you an actual like visual of when you can make up your time. Like everybody relax. It's going to even out with the finances too. Like I paid you for those shoes. Well, no, you didn't because it's still listed in the app is unpaid. And so all of those things, you know, for me, we have enough to worry about. We have enough to fight about. And so to be able to say like, I can go to bed knowing that those things are stored in my phone. They can't go anywhere. They can't be proven wrong. And God forbid things get bad. I can take them to court with me. Like it's peace of mind. It's really, it, it, it really is. And, and it just, you know, carrying this sort of anxiety around with you when you know there's a pending sort of litigation, let's say out there and you're worried about what well, are they going to believe it? Or am I going to be challenged? And those, those are the kind of things that keep you up at night and it's affecting everything you do, you know, whatever you're passionate about, it's, it's affecting it negatively. If it's your work, if it's your relationship with your children, because uh, that's particularly for me, I, I always just felt like in this anxious state of mind, I wasn't able to be the kind of person that I know I am in, in the presence of my children. I'm not able to be that 100%, you know, fun, happy guy that I know I can be. And, and so, you know, you owe it to yourself to just try to find ways to better this situation, whatever that is, whatever it is to better communication, you're going to better, 
you're going to better the relationship. And that's just true across the line with any relationship in life, but particularly this one. And, you know, what's interesting to that point of like not being able to be fully present when you're so stressed out about co-parenting challenges, a lot of times when parents cannot communicate, co-parents cannot communicate effectively, they're speaking through their children. And this is horrifying to me. And I, I, I was just, I was recording another podcast today talking about how I was eight years old and I would have to like get in the car and be like, do you have mommy's check? With, when I got into my dad's car because he was never paying child support, never paying her on time. And I, for me, I shudder at the thought that like, that was my responsibility. Like, you know, daddy, I have to call mommy now. Mommy said I have to call her twice a day. Or like, you know, we were like, I was parenting. I don't know what it was that I was doing, but it was so unhealthy because my parents did not speak to each other. My dad refused to speak to my mom. So very often I was the messenger. And I always say, Divorce doesn't mess up your kids. It's the way you communicate to them through and about the divorce that will mess them up. One of the most horrible things is to just put up you know, your hands and say, forget it. We can't communicate. I'll just tell Johnny to go tell him about the schedule change and the fact that you need red shorts on Friday and all of these things that should never be a kid's responsibility. And so that's where, you know, even if you don't think you have a problem communicating, those little things are what tend to cause anxiety in our kids, having to have the responsibility of remembering to tell a parent something. So it's another very valuable tool of the app. You don't want to text your ex. You don't want to email him. Great. Put it in the app. It's there. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It it really simplifies things. And and even if there are things that you know they're going to need every week, so let's say soccer season's starting and it's going to be three months long. You, you can set the start date, the end date and, and have it uh, repeat every Thursday evening. And you can have the reminders in there. Don't forget the cleats and the shorts or whatever you put it in there once. And it'll, can, it'll always be there week after week and the reminders will be there. So, so it's not like you're having to readdress the same thing over and over again. Those notes are always going to repeat as long as you, you you've let it, you've stuck it in there. Now, one of the things that came up, I think the last time we spoke and have come up for me many times with my followers, one parent is just not involved. He's supposed to be, or she is supposed to be, but they're just not doing their part. They would absolutely never agree to use the app. So what's the point? If I have to use it on my own, is it even worth it? And that's where you have to take a step back and say, yes, like anything else, it's a to-do list and it's a way to keep yourself organized. How would you advise a parent who does not have, who, who faces a lot of resistance on the other side, how would you advise them to use the app? Actually, I get this a lot uh, because a lot of our user base, most of them are women. Women seem to be the ones that uh, initiate the use of FAIR. And then I'll get these messages and uh, through our support line and they're like, the other parents not using it, it's getting frustrating. And I'll always encourage them. I'll say, listen, you know, they have all this stuff documented and they just, they just feel like it, you know, they want that communication, but I can encourage people, Hey, it's a great tool and you can set it to where when you're putting things in there, your co-parent will get push notifications to their iOS messages saying, Hey, you know, um, Michelle just entered this and fair, come join the conversation. No. So you're doing your part to be a good communicator. And if things end up do escalate, they do escalate and you export your whole you know, all of your history and fair, that's going to go a long way with the judge, I would think, because he's going to say this one party's done everything they can to try to minimize the, the, the miscommunication. 
and make their, you know, your kids' lives better. So, you know, I, I think you can't go wrong by, um, by using it. You just, you, you really just can't. I mean, Gwyneth Paltrow loves it, right? Yeah. She's, she's, she's well, actually, she's, she was one of the first users back when, um, I was still beta testing it. Um, I wasn't even in the app store yet, actually. So it just had come out on beta and I, this is almost four years ago now, I suppose it, I think it's going to be in January. It'll be four years, maybe December. I'm not sure. But anyways, yeah, she was one of the first people to be testing it out and gave me a lot of uh, interesting suggestions on its color. She, she, she's like, we need to give it a softer touch. So if you notice in FAIR, like it's soft color tones, it's casual fonts, it's rounded edges on everything. It was made to be psychologically conflict diffusing uh, to its user. I love, I love a good conflict diffuser. I'm like, yeah. you know, you go through a divorce, you are so tapped out on conflict. The last thing, you know, Right now, one of the things me and my ex-husband disagree on, and I say this openly because we have the same conversation over and over, is um, what my daughter chooses to wear. Now, oh, really? Five, and, <laughs> yeah. you know, some days, like one day this week, we had to run errands and she insisted on doing it in a princess dress and purple lipstick. Another day, <laughs> she, you know, was wearing her gymnastic shorts and they were a little mm. too short for my ex-husband's liking. And so that... Fair can't really solve, but it's just an example of the fact that like you're constantly going to have conflict, even if it's funny banter. Yeah, it, yeah. It's still something you know that I have to consider. Like if she's going to her dad's, she can't be wearing the stuff that he doesn't like because a I'll never get it back, and b I'm going to get a mouthful about it, and vice versa. I give him shit too for things. So if you can just focus, you know, it's one of those pick your battles things, like. You don't have to fight about everything because mm-hmm. some of the things can just stay on the phone. And, you know, another, yeah. another thing is very important when you are in a contentious divorce. I know after mine, there was a lot of heated text exchanges back and forth. It wasn't just him. It wasn't just me. We both went at each other for a while. We're both trying to prove each other wrong. And you said mm-hmm. this, you did that. And then you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I said that. I'm deleting it. So he can't screenshot yeah. it, right? Yeah. With the FAIR app, there is no deleting your text messages. No, I know it keeps people a little more honest, right? Like we, you, you, you'll stop and think a little bit. So, some people want me to create something that just fixes your language and, and adjusts the way you speak um, to the other person, which, I mean, we're going to do that. We're going to create that. It'll be an option. It'll be an opt-in kind of thing. Like, are you sure you want to say that like on Instagram? Yeah. Yeah. So, but, but I think it's good, Frankie, from a judge's standpoint, I'd really want to know who's, who's crazy here. I, I'd want to know what's really being said so I can make an, make an educated decision on which parent exercises more self-control. Right. But it's also, I think very helpful when people are writing things and they know, Hey, I better be careful. Anything I put here, uh, it, it may come back and bite me. So I think it's, I think it's actually helpful knowing that nothing can be changed. It also totally reaffirms my point of, I mean, my biggest advice in communicating with your co-parent, especially if you're not on good terms, is to treat it like a business conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to come in hot and, and <laughs> accusatory on, right. you know, with a, with a business associate or a client, very like short to the point on a need to know basis. And that's, mm-hmm. that's also a good function of the app because you can't really let out your emotions, you, you wouldn't want anyone to see that if push came to shove. No, no, it, it kind of encourages you to keep it like, keep it to a business. And that's what you really have to do. And, it, and it's hard. It's really hard because the, these, these things are touching on the most intimate issues of our lives. 
and, and it affects our children. And we have different parenting uh, methodologies. We have different backgrounds. And yet, and yet we're trying to raise these kids together as business partners until they're 18. And unfortunately, unfortunately, it's just a whole lot of damage that happens. And so this is at least a little way to, to help better that because most of the time they're misunderstandings. Most of the time they're just simple disagreements. But if they were just communicated and kept organized, like I'll give you an example. I know from, from me, like I, I, I was, I used to build high end luxury homes. Did you? Yeah, I used to build really. I built. I built two for two billionaires. Actually, I built some like some twenty seven thousand square foot home was the biggest one I ever built. Really amazing place. Anyway, I used to build these things, um, and and I'm just stressed out. You know, you got a lot going on. You got a lot of things you're thinking about. You're thinking about, you know, you know, you got the financing side to think about. You've, you've got the land stuff. You've got contractors and all this kind of stuff. My my point is is that you're you're always stressed and thinking about these other things, and yet. My, my, my ex, you know, would send me messages through, you know, iOS messaging and they'd be like, oh yeah, okay, I got that. Yeah. But, but now it's way f- two weeks past and there are specific details about that, that sat way up there in that message thread. And it's, it's hard to remember um, what that was and you got to go back and dig through it and maybe get some information wrong. And then, and then she's really upset because she feels like I'm aloof and not focusing on, on my kids and look, it's just naturally we've got a million other things going on. Unless we take the time to put that into our calendar, Google Calendar or whatever, things slip through the crack. But if my ex had fair, she could just stick it in fair and boom, it's on my calendar. It's in my notifications. It's, it's going to go to me and it's pertaining just to my kids. All the details would be, would, would be integrated there. And, and even if there were any receipts associated with it, I'd see it. I'd say, okay, yes, I forgot. I owe you some money. Boom, boom, boom. I can settle up with her as well. You know, I can at least keep that all, all square. Yeah. That's, that was something I dealt with a lot. And, and it's, um, it's, it's just, it, it, and, it, and the problem is too, is that unlike the dopamine hits we get when we see positive texts come in, you see some texts come in from somebody that you're crazy about. Right. I mean, that's like, Whoa, yeah, that's, that's a positive hit. When yeah. it comes in from that person, it's, it's like a cortisol hit, <laughs> you know, your cortisol levels spike. It's like, you go into, you go into flight mode, you go into like uh, aggravation mode. I can't, I mean, you're like, I, I'm the person who like sees the name and like I tense up and like I pull the car over and I'm like, oh shit, what is it now? And 99% of the time lately, it's something good. It's like, oh my God, yeah. your subtraction so good. Yeah. But every once in a while, it's like worthy of the tense, you know, stomach ache that you right. tend to get. And I, I know. And, but to that point, you see the message come in on fair, you get a notification, you know, you don't have to freak out. <laughs> No, nah, you don't, you know, you know where it's coming from. So it's just, well, the, the good thing is, is most of the messages don't have to go through the messaging feature. I think that was one of the beneficial things. It's like, if it's, if it's pertaining to a financial, financial issue, it's going to go through the financial side and it's going to be clear as day. There's the receipt, there's the picture done. If it's going to be something pertaining to the schedule, I mean, it's just going to uh, notification pertaining to the field trip coming up. It's going to be over there in the calendar and the calendar. And so you, you, so your, your inbox of messages doesn't get just inundated with things that you have to address later. So now the app and everything in it is, can be monitored by the court. 
Oh yeah, yeah. We, we have a uh, full access professional portal for you know if you need your attorney to get in there or your uh, the judge or whomever uh, might need to uh, access it. Now it, that is something I don't want anybody freaking out about that. That is actually um, something where it, it, let's say your co-parent their attorney is now in it. You actually get a notification. You have to a- approve them to get it. You just have to be you have to be aware. You're going to know that that they're that they're getting into it. It's not like you're being spied on without your knowledge. Right. But, you know, a lot of times if that is the case, it's all for the greater good and mm-hmm. will not only keep both of you on your best behavior, but may very well help to smooth things out that really need some smoothing out. You know, for a long time, my ex and I were not communicating well. FAIR is actually mandated in our parenting plan that we have to communicate through FAIR. Do we do it always? No. Sometimes we want to send videos. Sometimes it's just, you know, a quick here when I'm outside. But the the greater chunk of our conversations happen through it because we had to, because both of our attorneys and our reunification therapists and our child psychologists, everybody said, this is the best thing you can do and the best way you guys can communicate. Well, that's, uh, that makes me feel great to hear that because, you know, you get, you get out here and, and, and um, I just love to see when, when it's working for other people because that was my whole hope in getting involved in this in the beginning was um, to, to make the most difficult thing we go through in life. And I really do believe that. I, th- I think that divorce with, or just separation, whatever, having children involved in a breakup, I should say, because there are many people who have children and they're not divorced, but they feel it as well. It is just the most it's just the hardest thing we encounter, you know, I mean, you know, like, like, you know, if, if, cause, because they're not things that can just be fixed with money, you know, if, if problems can be fixed with money, then they're really not problems. It's the ones that can't be. And, and I think this is one of the areas that it takes a lot to fix it because it only takes one person to cause problems. It really doesn't, it's not like, Oh, it takes two to tangle. Not true. One person can truly cause problems. Right. All, all on their own. Yeah. I always say to, I have friends who are divorced and without children they split up before kids and they're like yeah man divorce sucks and i'm like excuse me like you just you signed a paper you walked away you never have to deal with this person again because you don't have children you don't even have a dog like you just see ya and that's it but that's the freaking crazy thing about divorce is like i don't like you anymore i can no longer live with you you may or may not have betrayed me there is constant toxicity between us, but Hey, let's raise a kid together from afar. Let's see how that goes. And it's, it's an adventure to say the least. Yeah. And, and I think there's a problem with a lot of people. You had mentioned it one time about how on our last conversation where one person seems to be doing the lion's share of the load of the parenting load. And it, that, that may be financially, um, well, a lot of time it, it's, it's what they're using their bandwidth on. So it's, it's their time and energy on a daily basis and how involved they are and this sort of thing. And, uh, you know, I, I, I suggest to people to try to figure this out. Like I, I in some ways, people have different aptitudes. I, I find that my ex is, is rather, uh, she, she enjoys being very involved, let's say, in the uh, in, in the school arena, you know, get down there and volunteer for this, that, and the other. And, you know, yeah. and, and I, I think it's kind of good to maybe in, in, acknowledge those things and then get out of their lane, let that be their lane, let that be their domain. And you can play, you know, co-pilot to that lane. Yeah. You know, I, I think that's helpful because when people start competing for lanes and they have just different ideologies when it comes, it, it, just, it just breeds contention. So it's better to, to carve that out and figure out what areas they're more, they're better at. Yeah. It's the same for me. I, you know, I would say 
this quarantine is probably the first time where I feel like my ex and I are doing, I mean, I may spend a little more time with Bella now than him, but Mm -hmm. he has also taken it upon himself to do things during the day with her. Like today they were doing math. They, he does a lot of art projects with her. He's teaching her how to play tennis and soccer. Like we both have taken the time to immerse ourselves totally because frankly, we have nothing else to do and she loves it. But during the school year and during normal times, yes, I am at every school meeting. I am running, you know, I'm the class mom. I'm doing all the fundraising. I'm, and it can sometimes feel like, you know, Hey, right. Which, you know, he has a full-time job and he's also volunteering himself to be the soccer coach. So that's great. So yes, we each very much have our things. And I, I will say that staying in your lane is important and great advice because, you know, we'll make comments to each other like, oh, like you're the soccer star now. And, and, you know, he'll be like, oh, class mom of the year, you know, excuse me. So it's, it's very important to let each parent do their thing and not battle if you don't need to. I say it all. I I think, I think it's also not be intimidated by the other person having a lane that their child identifies them with. And is there's nothing wrong with that. I be happy that. for him. Be, be a cheerleader for him. Be, be happy for the lane that they're occupying and, and, and distinguishing themselves well in. Be fine with that. I, I think some people start trying to compete for different things and, and, and don't like the attention the other one's getting. Or, or the worst, I think, is when some people feel like, oh, I'm doing all of this, this stuff. And it's, it's taking the attitude of, like, I remember thinking to myself one time, gosh, you know, I have to do this and I have to wake up every morning. I got to go over this. It's like a routine. I've got to make breakfast. I got to do this and all these things to get done every single day to get them out of the door for school. But when you adopt the attitude of, you know, I get to wake up today and make them breakfast. I get to fold their laundry or take them to school and drive because one day it won't be an option for you anymore. And we should all be able to relate with that. We can all remember when we used to have to give them baths and dress them and put them in their car seats. And now that's gone gone that that part of life and so you, you got to enjoy the moments because man one day will you wake up and you don't get to do any of those anymore yeah you are so right that's such a great perspective that's a really good way to end off i i i have tried you know very hard especially in these last few months of quarantine to look at things that way like what time am i going to have in my life again to just sit around and chill with my kid and play and just right. not watch the clock and we're always rushing and going here and sports and school and this and that we're just being and me and her dad are still abiding by her 50 50 schedule but our times are much more flexible he's not on the clock for work you know it 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 is definitely worth taking a step back and looking at from a different perspective for sure um i'd like to say to my listeners i don't i'm not getting paid to have this guy on on the podcast i'm not you know hired by the company to just sit and and talk about it all day. I really, I believe in the app. I've been using it for way longer than I know, Michael. I've been using it for way longer than they approached me to even get involved. So I want you to know, I really believe in it. And anyone who follows me on Instagram knows I never endorse anything I don't believe in or wouldn't truly use in real life. So that should tell you how much I love it. If you want to use it and you want to do it at a discount, even if it's just for yourself or even with your spouse, use code Michelle to get 20% off. There is a yearly fee, which I like to say is much, 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 much cheaper than a therapist appointment or a uh, lawyer's retainer when things go crazy between you and your ex. Well, Michelle, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate that.
Um, For sure. Tell everyone there's a website. So if you want to use the discount code, you can't do it through the app. You have to do it through the website. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So so go. you can go to fair.com and learn more about us. Um, there's a lot of cool things to, to, to know about. So we have a great blog, resources, that sort of thing. And then it will send you a link to go to befair.com. You can just click on it. It'll send you there and you can create an account. We do offer a monthly so with her uh, discount code Michelle, it'll come out to seven dollars and ninety nine cents a month, or seventy nine dollars for the year. And, and and yeah, or you can check out any of our handles at Be Fair. So we're at Instagram, uh, of course, Facebook. Uh, it says B E F A Y R. And uh, please e- email me directly. Honestly, Michael at Fair dot com. I, I love hearing from users, and I mean, I'm one person from one set of life experiences, and I really enjoy learning from everyone else's and, and making this app just the best co-parenting app it can be for everyone. Well, I do think one of the greatest endorsements you can give the app is the fact that it came from your own mistakes, your own challenges, your own trying to figure out your co-parenting life. And so that in itself, I think is very special. Um, Speaking of co-parenting, if you guys want to join my workshop in September, I'll be holding a group coaching workshop, four sessions, an hour each with one guest speaker. We will be talking about co-parenting strategies for moms with littles. Um, Of course, you know where to find me if you want me. I'm everywhere. And I'm happy you guys are listening. Stay strong. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Moms Moving On. I hope you found today's episode to be helpful, inspiring, and give you the advice you need to feel empowered and strong as you move on. Don't forget to come say hi on Instagram at the Michelle Dempsey and drop us a line if there's a specific topic or subject you'd like us to discuss. Thanks. Stay strong.